Thanks to Fiverr for supporting the Productivity Show. It's so easy to find freelance talent for your business or product. Don't waste any more time. Get 10% off and the service you deserve by going to fiverr.com and use code TPS. Thanks to Literati for supporting the Productivity Show. Literati is the subscription book club that makes it easy to find unique and interesting books for your kids delivered to your door. For a limited time, go to literatibooks.com slash TPS for 25% off your first two orders. Welcome to the Productivity Show, a podcast by Asian Efficiency. It help you maximize your productivity so you can get everything done without having to sacrifice your health, family, and things that matter to you. We've helped tens of thousands of people save time, be happier, and become more productive. Recently, we did a survey of the Asian efficiency audience and we did a check-in. We asked them what kind of global impact did this pandemic have on them that we're going through right now. As we suspected, a lot of us are struggling. Even if you and your family are healthy, and even if you're used to working from home, there's still a lot of change going on right now, and change can be extremely disruptive. The good news is that it is possible to focus on your most important priorities and to be informed at the same time. In fact, we think that ability is going to be a competitive advantage in the future. So that means if you can be extremely productive while working remotely, you will stand out like a sore thumb. In this episode, we're going to give you five strategies to give you that advantage. You can find links to everything that we share in the show notes by going to theproductivityshow.com slash 296. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of The Productivity Show. How are you doing today, Brooks? I'm doing pretty well. The whole family is here at home, so hopefully they will be quiet for the recording of this episode. But everything, everything's great. Well, we're going to be talking about how to stay focused while all this crazy stuff is going on around us. And I know many of you who are listening here today, you probably find it so much more challenging right now to focus, to stay concentrated on the things you have to do, to stay really productive, especially if you're recently transitioned to working from home for the first time. And even if you've been working from home for a while, you probably noticed you are a little bit out of your element, maybe because you have a partner at home now, you have your kids at home. There's a lot of things around us right now that have changed quite a bit that makes it a little bit more challenging to focus and get stuff done. So before we start diving into the content today, one of the things we always like to do is share some of our favorite resources as of lately. And for those who don't know who I am, my name is Tan, I'm the founder and CEO of Asian Efficiency, where we help people become more productive at work and in life. And I'm Brooks, the operations director here at Asian Efficiency. We're the hosts of the Productivity Show. And I guess I will just roll right into our top three resources that we're recommending these days. So number one is called Focus Booster. So Focus Booster is a simple little Pomodoro app that can do time tracking as well. And we're going to be talking about the Pomodoro and how that will help in a few minutes. But Focus Booster is a popular app for that. Number two is called Stay Focused. You're probably noticing a theme for these. So Stay Focused is a Chrome and Firefox extension. So you can install those if you use those two browsers. And it will let you limit the amount of time that you spend on different websites. So if there's sites that you find yourself like news sites or social media that you're spending too much time, you can try out Stay Focused. 
And number three is Momentum Dash, which is also a Chrome and Firefox extension that shows beautiful photography on a window when you open a new tab in your browser. But it also lets you set a prompt for what you should be working on, like what's your number one thing you want to accomplish today, so that every time you open a new browser window, you see what you should be doing right up there front and center, which can be a really helpful reminder, especially with some of the stuff we're going to be talking about today. We're going to have links to all of this in the show notes, so you can go to theproductivityshow.com slash 296. We'll have links to all of the things that we just mentioned. And also, if you're listening to us on a podcast app, you'll find links to everything that we shared today. But just going through your podcast app and you'll see the show notes in there as well. So we're going to be talking about how to stay focused and how to increase your concentration and be able to get stuff done while we're going through these crazy times right now. And uh, this episode's perfect for you if you find it really difficult right now to focus and get stuff done amidst all the COVID-19 stuff that's going on. Also, if you are okay, but you find that others around you, such as your partner, are struggling with this, and you want some strategies to kind of help them out, you're going to learn some stuff here as well to kind of help them out, make sure that they're being focused and getting stuff done, even though you might be okay, because maybe you've been working from home for a while. And also, this is a great episode for you as well to just learn about some advanced strategies and some other tactics that you can use to stay focused no matter what's going on around the world. So if you're somebody who could always level up a little bit when it comes to being better at concentration and getting your focus levels up, then this episode is perfect for you as well. So obviously we've been talking a lot about the coronavirus and COVID-19 and the pandemic that's going on in the world right now. And we've recently launched a episode on this, uh, specifically on this topic. So you can go to theproductivityshow.com slash corona. And uh, that was kind of like a last minute episode that we put together. It was not on our editorial calendar whatsoever, but since things happened so quickly, we felt the urge to kind of release it and put it out there. And so the whole theme of this episode is kind of like addressing that. But you can also apply this to other things that happen in life, right? Whether it's a natural disaster or maybe there's elections going on or let's say there's sporting events like the World Cup or the Olympics, which as of recently just got postponed as well. And then the playoffs of your favorite sport. Whenever there's stuff going on in the world, sometimes it's so much more challenging to focus. And we're going to be addressing some of those things here today as well. Yeah, I have. I know uh, when the World Cup is on, <laughs> I find it very difficult to stay focused and not like see what's going on with, especially in the first few rounds when there's a million games on every single day. So yeah, that's like the lighter side of of this focus issue. But right now, of course, we're specifically talking about everything that's going on with the global pandemic. This is one thing we've heard a lot from our audience. We asked recently, like, how's everything going? What what are you struggling with? And this is something we heard very loud and very clear that a lot of us are struggling with just staying on track with what the things we want to be doing or we feel we should be doing. And so we want to help with that today, do a really deep dive into that. And I would say, especially now when everybody's transitioning to working from home or maybe in the last few weeks you have been working from home, you're still trying to figure out how to get stuff done, how to stick to a schedule, how to prioritize and everything. I know it's so much more challenging right now. And in fact, what I would say is that it's becoming much more of a competitive advantage if you are somebody who is able to focus and get stuff done as you're transitioning into this remote working lifestyle. Because let's face it, this whole pandemic kind of forced the whole world 
to rethink about how we work and how we do things. And most companies will at some point transition to being maybe half remote or fully remote or you know half and half and so on. And so it's so much more important now to be able to get stuff done at home, to be able to stay focused, to stay on track and to show to your team and even to your boss and, and the board that you are somebody who can work from home and stay focused no matter what's going on in the world. Even if you, you know, you have this pandemic going on or anything else. Oftentimes as remote workers, we have to show others that we can be just as productive as the people in the office. And so some of the things you're going to be learning here today is going to help you with that as well. And again, I really think this is going to be a competitive advantage. And I know times are really uncertain right now. Maybe you're scared about what's coming up, the uncertainty of the future, even potentially losing your job, right? I was reading a report that we might be hitting into a recession or if not a great depression again, and that up to like 35% of the economy might be losing its job. And that's crazy, right? So it's even in your best interest to make sure that you really stay on top of things, that you stay focused and get stuff done. Because again, I I really think that this is going to be a competitive advantage because the nature of remote work is that it shows people very clearly who's getting stuff done and who's not. Because when you're in the office, you're just sitting there, right? And you hang out with your coworkers and stuff like that. And it can kind of be masked who is doing stuff. But when you're in a remote setting, it's really easy to tell as a manager or as a boss, okay, you're producing, you're getting stuff done, you are not. And the difference could literally just be somebody who is able to focus, you know, and has the right habits and tools in place versus the person who doesn't. Yeah. And speaking of that, just as a spoiler alert, in next week's episode, so TPS 297, we are going to be talking specifically about the strategies, the nuts and bolts, how to work from home specifically. So we are going to be talking about that in the next episode. So definitely watch out for that because a lot of us uh, we're working from home for the first time, or it's just not something we're used to, or <laughs> even worse, we're used to working from home, but we're not used to having three other people in the house with us, something like that. So that is something we're going to be talking about next week. So this week, it's about what Tan said about the focus piece, like how we can keep on track when all this other stuff is going around, because it's very, very difficult. We're going to share five tips with you right now. And they're all kind of like overlap and they kind of work in concert. So the more you're able to implement them, the more success you will have and experience. But just remember, everything that we're going through right now, it is absolutely crazy. And it is okay to be temporarily a little bit less productive. So don't try to beat yourself up, you know, for this transition period right now. Just know that there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. This is a temporary shift right now as you're going through this. But as, as we all have all experienced, we've seen other people, you know, use this time off more productive than others. Maybe some people are using this time off to learn three languages or start a new side business or like actually catch up on certain things. Right. And everybody comes from a different place and different situations. So don't compare yourself to others of what what they're doing, even though it's so difficult sometimes to do that. Right. And like I said, everyone's situations is different. So you might have kids at home. Other people might not right and that makes a big difference and some people have for more financial burdens than others and so don't compare yourself focus on what you can control which is something that we're going to be talking about next so let's just dive into today's topic here so the first tip that we want to share with you and kind of what i said earlier is focus 
on what you can control. Now, there's so much going on in the world right now, but the reality is most of the things that are happening are outside of your control. And the more you try to like look at that sort of stuff, the stuff that you can't control, the more anxiety you get, the more you feel like you're out of touch, you're out of control of what's going on, when in fact you can't control it at all. I know, Brooks, you've uh, experienced this yourself. Uh, Do you have an experience of something like this? Yeah, this is something that my wife and I actually have talked about quite a bit, especially in the early weeks of this pandemic situation. We would be talking about, we'd just be saying like, we just can't believe that this is happening. And we try to explain to our kids. So my older son actually turns 15 today and my younger one is 12. And obviously they've never lived through anything like this. And we're trying to explain to them like this moment we're going through is just something that none of us have really experienced to this level before. So we've really had to talk to them and and my wife and I to each other as well, just like think, okay, what is it that we can actually control? Like I'm somebody who likes to be up on the news for sure, but I also have really, really made an effort to really segregate the things that I need to know that are important to know, but segregate those from the things that I can actually control and actually do. So things to consider that you can control are, for example, what you eat, right? How often you exercise or if you exercise at all, your attitude about your day and your life, how much news and social media that you consume, and also, are, are you in touch? Are you uh, in communication with the people around you? And are you connecting with them? These are all things that we can control and immediately affect our mood, our happiness, our outlook, right? Our health as well. Also, how much you sleep, that's under your control as well. What time you go to bed, right? But uh, everything else outside of that is stuff that we typically cannot control. And when we start to look for those things, it's really insane when you think about it because it's driving your mental health like through the roof, because if you're trying to control things that you cannot control, it's it's like it's like craziness, basically. And so when I think about everything that's going on right now, the things that I can control are all the things that I mentioned. And another way of looking at this is to say, let's just stick to the basics, right? I can stick to the basics by just eating right, getting enough sleep, and moving. So eat, sleep, and move. These are the three things I always think about. Okay, what are the basics of productivity? Like we talk about time, energy, and attention, right? To the T framework. But also from a different point of view, you can say eat, sleep, and move, right? If I can do these three things every single day, then I know I'm keeping myself in check, right? I'm feeding my body right. And oftentimes just feeding ourselves the right kinds of food, sleeping enough, and also moving regularly. That's like the 80% of what we need to do, right? And then, then we have the other things like de-stressing every day, like having an evening routine, keeping up a journal, and just living life as normal with maybe a few minor tweaks, right? Right now, maybe some of us can't leave our homes right now, right? But all the other things that we can do is something that we can control and influence. And let's make sure we focus on that. One thing you can do is have, say, a, and this can be a really helpful thing. I'm not usually a post-it on the monitor type person. I know a lot of people find it really powerful. But one thing you can do is have a, a post-it like stuck to your monitor that says, is this something that I can tr- control? And it can be really handy to have that there as you're like worrying about something, as you're reading about the latest outrage, or if you're just sitting there worrying about something. 
just being able to see that phrase there, is this something that I can control, can be a really helpful reframe. And this is also something that can be really helpful using that Momentum browser plugin that I talked about earlier. If you're a Chrome or a Firefox user, you can have it so that when your browser window browser tab comes up, you can have that phrase there, is this something I can control? Or you can have, I should be doing X. And it can be a really helpful reframe. There's this graphic that was going around the internet. It's by the counselingteacher.com, I think. I'll, I'll share the graphic in the show notes. Just nice. I really like the way they put it. It's a, a graphic which is, has the things you cannot control and the things you can control. And for some reason, there's a fox sitting there looking at it. I don't know why. Uh, but anyway, I will share that image in the show notes. It's at theproductivityshow.com forward slash 296. And that can be a helpful thing to have on your wallpaper or just to show it to family members as something you can look back at and just see, okay, these are the things I can control. These are, these are what I can't. Yeah, there's only so many things we can focus on. So let's focus on the things we can control. All right, so that is tip number one. And then let's move on to tip number two here. And that is to be proactive and to firewall your attention. Uh, when you learn about Asian efficiency, we always talk about the T framework, right? Time, energy, and attention. There's like three currencies or three pillars of productivity. And when you can maximize all three, you can be extremely productive and attention is one of them, which is the main topic of today. And if you're not being proactive and firewalling your attention right now, it's really easy to then get distracted, especially with all the stuff that's going on in the media and in the news and on social media as well. And so we wanna be really proactive about this right now, especially during these times when we can focus on what we can control and also be proactive about this. And like I said earlier, this is a competitive advantage right now. Right. If you're somebody who wants to keep your job, look good, make sure that, you know, you're getting stuff done, being productive, you know, while everyone else is like still struggling, right, trying to figure this whole thing out, it makes you stand out like a sore thumb. And so let's make sure that we are proactive about this. And some of the tools that you can use are things like, you know, Freedom, which is a tool that we've talked about very often. So if you go to Freedom.2, which is T-O, it's an app. Uh, that you can install that blocks social media websites. So you can say, hey, don't allow me to visit facebook.com between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m., right? So that way, if you go to facebook.com during one of those times, it will basically say that it is blocked and you can't visit it. So that way, you're kind of forcing yourself to focus on what matters. Cold Turkey is another one if you don't want to pay for a subscription. And uh, Brooks, have you ever tried any of these tools? Yeah, I've tried both of them, Freedom and Cold Turkey. They're they're both good. Freedom is more cross-platform, I would say. It works across Mac, Windows, iOS, and Android, I'm pretty sure. Whereas Cold Turkey doesn't work with as many, but it is still cross-platform. So yeah, they're they're both great. I would I would just give them a try and see which one you like better. The one thing about Freedom is it blocks access to network versus blocking individual apps from launching, where Cold Turkey can stop individual apps from launching, at least on the computer. So that it uh, depends where your where your distraction is. Usually freedom is good enough because pretty much everything we do these days works off of the internet. But if you're if your distraction that's removing your focus is playing a game or something like that, then maybe another tool would work better. Well another thing to consider is to put your phone in a different room or in a drawer. Right. So if you have a tendency to kind of like do just checks, right? So where you just like grab your phone, just quickly check email or Twitter or social media. 
And then before you know it, 20 minutes go by or an hour and you go, oh man, what was I doing again? Oh yeah, I was supposed to do some work. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. If that is you, then what you want to do is just add friction as much as possible to grabbing your phone, right? So uh, putting it in a different room, in a drawer, or even locking it up, if, 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 if that helps you. These are maybe extreme measures to some people, but again, do what you got to do to make sure that you firewall your attention and that you stay focused and are proactive about this. Another thing you can do is if, if that is not feasible, like if you need to have your phone handy for getting texts from a spouse or something like that, what you could do is still have your phone available, but remove the social media and the news apps from your phone. So if you for whatever reason, need to go on Twitter or something like that. You can still do it, but you have to go into the Safari or into the browser on your device and log in and then do it that way. And just having that extra friction makes it a little more difficult than just tapping an app. And usually that friction can be enough to reduce those, like you said, those just checks, those compulsive when I'm waiting for another website to load, I grab my phone to check something that gets rid of all of that just checks, which really takes you down a rabbit hole. So removing the apps can be a really handy strategy there too. At the Productivity Show, we're all about focusing on what you're good at and what helps you reach your goals and then eliminating or delegating tasks that are important, but aren't what you should be spending time on. So let's say you want to get help. How do you do that? You need to know where to go to find on-demand talent. You need to know how much it'll cost. And you want to be sure that they'll deliver. Finding the right freelancer can be time-consuming, frustrating, and expensive. The answer is Fiverr. Fiverr's platform helps keep businesses moving with a network of trusted freelance talent. As an example, I had a website and wanted to know what I could do to improve its search engine optimization. Yes, I could have studied the site and learned the latest SEO strategies and read a million different articles, or I could have gone and found some super expensive SEO firm, but I decided no, that's not what I should be spending my time on. So I went to Fiverr and got a great SEO audit report with short and long-term things I could do to improve my site. It was great. So whether you're launching your first business, scaling your current business, or in need of extra support to complete a project, Fiverr is here to help you evolve, adapt, and grow. Fiverr connects businesses with freelancers who offer hundreds of digital services, including graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more. So check out Fiverr.com today and receive 10% off your first order by using my code TPS. It's so easy. Find all the digital services you need in one place at FIV err.com code TPS. Again, that's fiverr.com code TPS. It's a challenging time to be a parent. Libraries, schools, and bookstores are all shut down, so how the heck do you keep your kids learning and growing? Books from Literati, the number one book club for kids, are the best place to start. Literati is a subscription book club that makes it easy to find unique and interesting books for your kids by delivering great stories right to your doorstep. We're all getting things delivered these days, and Literati knows that home deliveries will be critical in meeting your need for uplifting educational materials in the coming weeks. Reading books together will help create a time of adventure and bonding for your family, and it has real educational benefits. Kids who read books have better vocabularies and longer attention spans. 
Each literati book contains five beautiful books based on a theme and contains exclusive original art and a personalized note to your child. Even if your kids are like mine and would rather be on a screen instead of in front of a book, it's up to us to help them enrich their lives. Screen time is fine after they've spent time in a good book that you can trust. It's your best path to a healthy brain diet in this information age. Some recent boxes have been about Eureka, which is science and discovery, the golden rule with books about kindness and empathy, and game on for kids into sports. I know my younger son will only read sports books, so this is great for him. With so many kids out of school, Literati is working to get books in the hands of families who don't have libraries and educational materials of their own. So for a limited time, go to literati.com TPS for 25% off your first two orders. This is their best offer available anywhere. To get it, you have to go to literati.com TPS for 25% off your first two orders. That's literati.com TPS. And if you want to dive even deeper into this and just leveling up when it comes to improving your focus and increasing your concentration span, we have a course called Focus Filter that will show you how to do that, where we actually give you some of our best focus hacks in there. So if you have trouble focusing, this short course is extremely helpful and will give you practical tips and strategies and add recommendations as well to help you stay focused and make sure that you get things done. So we'll have links to our Focus Filter course as well that is really quick and short. You can dive into it straight away and immediately get benefit from it. Brooks, what about music? Is there anything that you like to do when it comes to music or firewalling your attention? Yeah, some people really thrive on having silence. Like they focus best in silence. I am definitely not that way. I I like having music of some sort going on. And for me, the type of music I have going on really is dictated by what I'm doing. So if I'm doing this real focus work that I want to make sure I'm giving my attention to, I generally listen to instrumentals, usually, not not usually, but often movie soundtracks or different types of soundtracks. The one I've been doing a lot lately, so my brain knows as soon as this soundtrack or this playlist goes on, my brain knows, okay, it's focus time. So what I've been doing lately is called, uh, the, uh, I should have picked one that is easier to pronounce, but this is Raman Jawadi, which is a Spotify playlist. And, and he is the composer that did all the music for Game of Thrones and Westworld. I really love his work on Westworld. And so he, there's some Spotify playlists that have his stuff on there and it's all instrumental. It's all like kind of chill. And for me, when that's on, it's focus time. And that really, really helps give it the cue that it needs to, to stay focused. So in a way, your way of being proactive is creating this behavior of, hey, play music and then be focused. Absolutely. So... I think that's one of the strategies in Focus Filter, so I don't want to give away too much there, (laughs) but (laughs) that's a really good one. I like that. I have certain playlists as well where that happens too, where I like to listen to Hans Zimmer. Some of you Mm -hmm. uh, listening might be familiar with that name. He has great soundtracks as well, so he's done a lot of the Batman movies as an example. Okay, so that is tip number two. Again, to be proactive and to firewall your attention. Now let's move on to tip number three here, and that is to have one goal for the day. With so much stuff going on, it can feel like it can be so challenging to get your to-do list done or to get anything meaningful done at all. And so instead of being drowned by all these distractions and everything that's on your to-do list, a way to be productive is to just set 
a goal for the day. And it sounds so simple, but just being intentional and saying to yourself, hey, I'm going to get this one thing done today makes all the difference. And I usually recommend that people do this the night before. So before you go to bed, be really clear about what you're going to do the next day. The second variation of that is before you start working, just do it in the morning so that before you actually sit at your desk and start doing stuff, just have absolute clarity about what's the one thing, what's the one goal that you're going to accomplish today. Yeah, and and to me, it's not enough to just think about it either. Like just think to myself, oh, okay, this is my goal today. What I find really, really helpful, and I think this really enforces the behavior more, is to write that goal down, put it down. If you're a journaler, like for me, I have, I do, when I do journaling, I have journaling prompts. And one of my prompts for my journal is, what is my number one goal for today? And one thing that I think was smart, this, uh, this was implemented well before I came online, but one thing I, I thought was smart that Asian Efficiency always does is when we have our daily huddle every morning, we share with the team, my number one priority for the day is X. And that kind of forces you to really be clear about what it is you're going to be doing that day. And then it also builds in that little bit of social pressure as well, that you're declaring to everyone else, this is going to be my goal for today. So if you're finding yourself working remotely for the first time, you're not really used to it, or you're integrating into a remote setup, that can be a really, really powerful thing to declare to your teammates. If you, even if you don't have a daily huddle, it could just be in Microsoft Teams or Slack or something like that. Just post, hey, this is my number one goal for the day. And if everybody does that, you'll be surprised just declaring it to others. You'll be surprised how, how effective and how motivated you are to complete that goal that you told everybody you were going to do. Yeah, I found that to be very powerful when you can state it in front of others. And then the sneaky thing is as the quote unquote boss here, sometimes I'll, I will follow up when people say, hey, yesterday you said you would do this. How are we doing on that? And then people go, uh, this was done. Or uh, actually, <laughs> I still have to get started on that. But just the level of accountability and knowing that people sometimes, you know, some people might follow up with you on that forces people to actually be more motivated and get stuff done as well. So just holding each other accountable increases productivity in that sense, right? So we're not trying to micromanage people here or anything, just giving people a sense of accountability, saying that, hey, if you're going to say you're going to do that, we're counting on you to actually do that, right? So having that sense of clarity is really important for yourself as well, but also for others too, if you work in a team setting, but more for yourself, I would say, because Yes, you might have like five or even 10 or even 15 things on your to-do list, but during these crazy times right now, one thing done is better than nothing done, right? One thing done is even better than 25% done on like five different tasks. So make sure that you really focus on getting one thing accomplished every single day. So oh, speaking of tricks... One thing that I forgot to mention that is something kind of recently that we did, and again, this was this was a tan idea, is when you are declaring and deciding what your number one thing to do that day is, what when you're deciding what your goal for the day is, state it as if it's completed. So don't say, I'm going to write this newsletter today. State it as, I will have written the newsletter for week 13 today. And by doing that, it just, again, it's, it's a, a mental thing and also a declarative thing. You're not saying, well, you know, I'll work a little bit on it. You're really saying this is my goal and it is stating it as if it was already completed. And that can be really powerful as well. 
Brooks, we're just sharing so much gold today, so much uh, advanced <laughs> stuff. I don't know if we can continue giving away all this free stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> Please buy our courses, what Chan's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so that is tip number three, is to make sure that you have a goal for the day. Okay, so let's move on to tip number four here, and that is to use focus blocks to carve out time to focus. Now, with everything going on right now, sometimes it's easy to tell yourself, hey, you know what, I'm going to get this done today and then just go with the flow and then just hope that it's going to happen at some point in that day. Right. So even if you have a goal set aside for a day, sometimes you won't get to it because you just get pulled from different directions and like something happens at work. There's a last minute emergency in your your personal life and stuff, stuff like that does happen every now and then. But also sometimes we just forget about the intention that we set. And so one way to address that is by scheduling on your calendar when you're going to work on something, right? So we call that a focus block. So it could be as simple as, hey, between nine and 9.30, I'm going to be working on X. Or uh, for some of you who can focus for 60 minute increments, you can say, hey, between one and two o'clock, I'm going to be working on this particular task or make sure to get it done at that time as well. So by using your calendar as a tool that way, right, and inputting those focus blocks on there, you allow yourself to schedule what you're going to do when and increase the likelihood that you'll actually get it done. Yeah, and this is something really important that you mentioned earlier, which is all these tips kind of work in concert with each other and all linked. So this so this tip of using focus blocks to carve out time to focus is really the most effective some would even say only effective if you pair that with tip number two to firewall off your attention because there's nothing worse than carving out this focus block on your calendar and then just being distracted or something comes up and then that block whisks by and then you think to yourself oh well I guess that that didn't happen today which sometimes does happen you know stuff comes up however if we pair it with this concept of firewalling off our attention, logging off Microsoft Teams or Slack so that you don't have that instant distraction, putting the phone in the drawer and really focusing in, then that makes your focus block a lot more likely to succeed. Another tip that really helps is, this is especially true in a time when our focus is all over the place because of the news and social media and all that sort of stuff is using the Pomodoro technique. So the Pomodoro technique is something we've talked about many, many times on the podcast. I, in the show notes, will share a link to an article Tan wrote called the ultimate guide to the Pomodoro technique. If you're not familiar with it, it is you basically work for at least 25 minutes only on that thing. And then you take about a five minute break and then you go back and you do another Pomodoro for however long your focus block is going to be. And by being really, really intentional and having that timer kind of watching us and we know we need to be working for that period of time, it really makes it much more likely that we're actually going to get stuff done. So that's why we mentioned a Pomodoro timer in our top three resources. Focus Keeper is a good one. I know, Tan, you like vitamin R for a timer for, for yourself. You could even just use, you know, your clock on your phone or a, a physical timer. That's totally fine, too. But having some way that you know you're really focused and working is uh, really effective. And for those who are a little bit more advanced, you might not have to schedule your times to actually do the work. But I would say that's the minority of people. For most people, I would really recommend 
that you schedule time on your calendar to have those focus blocks in place. And then on top of that, you can use something like the Pomodoro technique while you're in your focus block as well to get stuff done, right? So you can say, hey, between two and three, I'm going to work on task X. And when it's two o'clock, I'm going to put on my timer and then also use that timer to kind of force myself in a way to get work done. Because that timer is just so interesting because it's kind of like you're forcing yourself to do something. And if you have some sort of a competitive spirit, it's almost like you're you're gaming against somebody else or against yourself about getting something done. And there's something so powerful and psychological that, that happens when you set that timer. So don't be afraid to use kind of like both ideas in one if you have to. Right? So that is tip number four, to use focus blocks to carve out time to focus. All right, so let's go to tip number five here. And that is the last one for today. And despite everything about getting stuff done and making sure that you're staying productive, it's also important right now to kind of stay up to date of what actually is going on right now. And if you want to stay productive, but also be on top of what's going on, we recommend tip number five here, and that is to carve out time to stay up to date, right? So yes, we can be super productive during the daytime, which is something we all want, right? But if we don't want to lose sight of what's going on in the world as well, one of the things that you can do that we recommend is maybe schedule like 15, 20 minutes during a later time in your day to kind of check up on what actually happened during the day, right? So that's something could be done like after dinner or like I wouldn't recommend it before going to bed because depending on what the news <laughs> is, you might not be able to get some sleep. So Ideally, like later in the day, maybe in the afternoon, like after dinner, that would be like a great time to set, set aside maybe like 15 or 20 minutes to just kind of like check in and say, hey, what actually happened? Especially if you've been really productive beforehand as well. Yeah, this is something that I struggled with at first when the pandemic stuff was really first starting to roll is that, you know, you want to know what's happening. You want to know what's happening in your local area. Maybe your pol local politicians or your the head of your, your country is giving in a speech or something like that. And what I found myself doing at first is I would kind of try to do both. You know, I'd be working on something, but then maybe I would have like Twitter up just so I could see what was going on, what news was happening from a news conference or something like that. Or we were waiting to hear if my kid's school was going to be canceled. So I would find my attention kind of divided and unfocused from that. So what I started doing is having specific times that I would check because then I don't need to feel that I'm not going to know what's going on because I know I'm going to be checking at certain times. And then that way it kind of funnels everything into one place. It's kind of like if you're familiar with the 12 week year, which we've talked about on the podcast before in episode most recently in episode TPS 288, uh, the 12 week year framework has a concept called buffer blocks where you put things like admin tasks, responding to emails, interruptions that pop up. You kind of make sure you have time every day carved out for those things so that it doesn't detract from your focus time. Well, for me, in these times of uncertainty, I do the same thing. I, I have time set aside for going to check what the local news is, going to check what the national news is, that sort of thing. So for me, what I do sometimes is right after I eat lunch, I just dip in for 20 minutes, just see what's going on. And then I feel like I'm informed for the day. And then usually 
around after lunch or after dinner, my wife and I will maybe watch uh, little bits of the news just to see what's happening. And then we feel confident and comfortable that we know everything we need to know for our family, but it still hasn't messed up the focus things that I wanted to do during the day. Yeah, to give you another example, I used to watch all the Apple keynotes as soon as they went live. Mm. And it usually happened during a time when I was kind of like in the zone, right? It's usually happening in early mornings when I'm usually working, doing deep work and stuff. And they last for like an hour, an hour and a half. And even though they're super insightful and pretty succinct, I now prefer nowadays to watch them later in the day. And if I don't want to watch it, I'll just look at the roundups of other people who kind of summarize of what actually got announced and what was said. And people are really good at like posting clips of like, hey, this is the important thing of the keynote or of the live stream that you have to watch and everything else is kind of like secondary. So it actually saves me a lot of time and I still feel like I get everything I need, right, from the important announcements without actually having to sat through like a whole hour or 30 minutes, especially during a time of the day when I could be so much more productive, right? And so it's the same thing here with the whole COVID-19 thing. Like your governor could be making an announcement or your president or health director and yeah, you could sit through the whole like two, three hour session or, you know, you could just let it slide. And then at the end of the day, just catch up on the news and kind of like get the get the most important points. And if you want to then dive deeper, you can always go back to the live stream or the full announcement somewhere. So I found that to be really effective. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's going to disagree with what I'm about to say, but I understand the information diet people who don't follow the news. They figure if something's important, someone will tell me about it. That sort of concept. I I totally get that concept. This personal opinion. I don't think that's super responsible in a situation like a pandemic where if you don't know, you're not supposed to go outside and play basketball in the park, you could be spreading a a virus to other people. (laughs) So for me, it's important to know what's going on in these type of situations, but that doesn't mean that you have to be obsessing and refreshing BBC every five minutes to see what's happening. You You can do both. You can have your focus time and be a responsible, informed citizen too. Yeah, Katie says, and for those who don't know, we always record live in front of the Dojo audience, our private community. That's part of Asian efficiency. And if you want to join the community, you can go to theproductivityshow.com slash dojo and be part of this as well. And also see us podcast live. And she said, I agree with you, Brooks. It's our responsibility to remain informed, especially, I would say, during a pandemic like this. I think that's even more important. And I actually... I am in the camp of, hey, if something is important enough, I will hear about it and somebody will tell me. But now nobody can tell me because I'm home alone (laughs) (laughs) and I don't see people for days. So now it's kind of up to my own duty to make sure that I stay informed by, you know, consuming what's what's out there online. So definitely agree with you there. So, again, tip number five, make sure you carve out some time to stay up to date, preferably later in the day. Right, so that wraps up today's episode. We hope you found it really helpful. Again, we shared five tips with you to make sure that you stay focused and that you can stay concentrated about the things that actually matter, right? And that you can stay productive throughout this pandemic. So one of the things we always like to end things with is a simple action item. As always, with the Productivity Show and anything that we produce at Asian Efficiency, we like to keep it simple and actionable. And we want to cut through the fluff and make sure that you can have one big takeaway that you can implement and see results right away. So 
ours for today is what is your number one priority for tomorrow? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to block it off on your calendar? Are you going to use a focus strategy of today? What is your number one priority for tomorrow? And make sure that you get that done tomorrow. Implement that today and then you'll see some great results once you do that. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Brooks, for sharing your tips and strategies. And uh, I'm super excited for everything that's coming up. I know there's a bright light at the end of the tunnel as we go through this uh, craziness out there. And we hope you all found it helpful today as well. Do you wish there were more hours in a day? Are you behind on your to-do list? If you want to be more productive and get proven tools to help you save time, then you must check out our new productivity assessment. Within two minutes of taking this free assessment, the tool will generate a personal recommendation list of which apps, tools, and strategies that will work for you based on your life situation. To take the assessment, just go to theproductivityshow.com slash quiz. Again, that URL is theproductivityshow.com slash quiz. Take their free assessment today and you'll be on your way to becoming superhuman productive. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next Productive Monday.